Hey friends, welcome back to the Street Cred Podcast. I'm your host, Elijah Delport. And today I am joined with a first-time guest on the show, uh, founder and current owner of, of Bad Influence all the way from Canada, Dre Palicio. How you doing, man? How's it going, man? Nice to see you here. Finally got a hold of you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, welcome to the show. So, I mean, first, I mean, it might be some good context for viewers. Like, how did how did all this happen? How did this come about? Oh man, it's it's been uh, it's been quite a journey. It started um, with an idea, of course, a uh, long time ago. I've always wanted to, you know, have those. I always had those big kit dreams where, you know, I want to open up a store. I want to do fashion, and of course, life just went a different way, and I ended up doing finance. Uh, I was doing pretty good. Mm. I was doing amazing, and COVID happened, and then um, you know everything just kind of went upside down. Just my whole life, my whole world. So, so destroyed. that. So, did you did you like go through school, graduate, and then do finance? Yeah, I went to school. I went to. I graduated university for as a business degree in uh, some uh, undergrad of marketing. So right. it was pretty. Like I wanted to have something that I could just do anything. So like whether it's fashion or, yep. you know, hospitality, which I was in, I ended up in the yep. finance uh, sector of things, which was also great for my degree. But I always, you know, dressed well. I was the best dressed well at the, at the office. <laughs> um, you know, fashion was always part of me, let's say. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when COVID happened, I just... Um, yeah, like I just had a whole plan for it. I just planned what to do in the next five years. And of course, everything just kind of went down to pieces. So I always like yeah. to say to people, you know, it, it, it felt like when you're a kid and you're at the beach building like a, a sandcastle and somebody just walks through it and it wow. all destroyed. But So so the, the sandcastle that you were building in in finance, let's say, do you, was that like what what actually happened at covid with that with your studies that you were doing <laughs> so what happened with covid was that like i was a germaphobe already i i had my purell before covid was in i always you know shook people's hand pumped my purell right away i i was prepared for this um and then it yeah. hit and my my office building was the one that first got hit in canada with the with the virus wow so, yeah. you know, me, like, I, I don't like buses. I don't like being too close to people or concerts or things like that are crowded. Um, so I just went completely downhill on a spiral. I just didn't like the idea of being infected or of like, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know what this virus was. So I completely, I just like quit right away. I was like, yeah, wow. And that's. So, so what, what was the, what was the office space? Like, what were you doing in the, like, was it part of finance or? Yeah. Yeah. That was my like finance job that I had. Right. Remotely. Yeah. I never thought remotely to like open up a brand or, you know, be in the fashion world, this type of way. Sure. Um, but I just knew that I had to do something one way or the other. Right. Um, so yeah. So I put in my resignation letter right away. As soon as I heard the news. Mm -hmm. Um, my boss sent an email in the morning. It's like, don't come in, like stay home. And that was pretty shocking. So yeah, I'm like, what am I going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so this is, this is the end of, oh, sorry, the beginning of 2020. Um, yeah. Right. And so you, you've quit your job, right? What a great time to, to quit a job, right? <laughs> um, what a great thing to do anything. Yeah, really. true. Yeah. I really depression spiral, wow. and I really went MIA for like six months, just like not answering the phone, not you know, not doing anything at all. Like I was just like completely, completely dark. Yeah, and and yeah, yeah. and you know, in this in that period of just being alone, being lonely, just like not knowing what to do, I. I really wanted to like get something going about, you know, everything that I went through and everything that I have been through yep. aside from the 
from the virus. Um, and you know, that's where the, when the brainstorming started happening. Yeah. Um, always wanted to, you know, I was wearing suits all the time. Uh -huh. I was, um, I was like, you know, three pieces. I, I was always wearing, um, just a formal attire for an office space. And I always hated it, to be honest with you. So yeah. I'm like, you know what, since we're all about controversy, since we're all about, you know, all these things happening, why not just have something completely opposite? Wow. Why not have like a whole like rebellion, revolution, like apparel thing that is like completely opposite of what I, what I usually am. Right. And that's when the brainstorming started happening. And that's when, you know, hoodies were like came in, like in my mind right away. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is now you've, studied finance you've gone into a finance office job you're wearing a suit every day uh it's pretty <laughs> like you know stock standard make the parents happy exactly the covid hits and and you just no nah, i'm not doing this anymore i'm not coming into this place i'm not going on this stinking bus every day so you quit yeah. and then so now now we're in a place where you're gonna totally shift like you're like you're going from one end of the spectrum and you're just sliding all the way to the other that's correct far out dude pretty, and 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 so and so like you say this this sent you into a like a bit of a a depressive season for a minute there um and and i i understand how it would because I mean that change like that in anyone's life is is difficult. It's intense. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're creatures of habit yep. and coming from a place where where you have a you know, a pretty stable job like you say, you make your parents happy, yep. you pay your bills, you live in an expensive city, you're uh, compared to, you know, my the rest of the people, you're you're pretty young. And, you know, it was an achievement, like for so many like different levels and to just have something completely unexpected and unknown, just take that away was just like insane, right? It was like very, very shocking. Yeah, I believe it, man. So let's, I suppose, as your story pivots from one end of the spectrum to the other, let's as well pivot with that to the the start of your brand so you, you say you wanted to make hoodies and things um but but what does what does now the start of of bad influence your streetwear brand look like yeah so right now i'm on the fourth collection yeah. i've you know of course i've done hoodies and i sort of went into a little bit of a of a broader spectrum of accessories and uh, t-shirts as well yeah but yeah that's that's pretty much where i'm at right now um you know everything happened of course like coming up with the name um me assuming that just because i dress well i can get a brand going uh -huh. which was a complete miss uh understatement there for from me from my side and you know i took so much more pride in and and love and really like loving what I do. Cause I pretty much just learned, just had to relearn everything that I'm like doing right now. Yeah. Can we, can we talk about that a bit more? You, so you say that, that the fact that you knew how to dress well, didn't mean that you knew how to run a streetwear brand. Can, can you expand on that a bit more? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I wanted to just start the brand just coming in really strong and like, wanted to just say like of course if i know how to dress of course it it's just gonna be yeah easy um so when i'm in you know i'm i'm completely like lost in like research and education because like you know from the placement of the logo to i started actually um i got a manufacturer overseas yep. where you know the language is also a barrier mm -hmm. So just not only trying to like learn what I'm trying to learn, but also trying to explain what I'm learning that I barely don't even know was a little bit of a shocking situation. Um, 
like I have so much more respect for for garments and and clothing whatsoever, like where the logo is placed, where the imagery is um, displayed, where the branding is um, placed as well. It's like so much that I have like learned in yeah. this like little time that I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be part of it, you know? Mm. Yeah, it's it's interesting that the fact that you knew, and tell me if I'm understanding this incorrectly, but the fact that you knew what looked good and how to look good didn't actually mean that you were able to create something successful in business. Um, exactly. And, or or at, at least that wasn't the only factor. And to that, and, and that like really speaks to me about how clothing and fashion is, is it's one very small portion of the, the streetwear industry that is about design and material yeah. and the, the garment itself itself and it's actually everything that surrounds the the garment that is the stuff that really matters like you know yeah exactly. yeah so so yeah i mean that's just um it's an interesting realization that you had there that is very a very good metaphor for the whole uh the whole industry for for anyone that's in streetwear and and i think that those that yeah. It, it's it's probably a really good thing that you had that because those that get caught up in in the idea that it is just it's it's just about the garment itself it's just about the material or the design they're the ones that that don't they 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 sell for a loss right exactly they, they set themselves for for failure yeah just because um a lot of people and you know i've inspired a lot of people mm. throughout this this journey with bad influence which i'm really really grateful for but a lot of people think that it's just like you know putting on your name on <laughs> a t-shirt or, yeah and it really it really takes like that's that's the smallest thing yep from you know, creating or or showcasing a product that's going to be successful in the long run oh yeah uh there's so much more behind it like all the work that you do before that hoodie yep. has your name on it it's what really, really matters, yeah. I think, and that what really makes a a brand successful, I believe. And that's it. And that's it. The 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 name itself, like the logo, you know, like putting bad influence on a shirt and someone wearing that. That's actually a result of all the um, identity brand identity exactly. marketing that a brand has put in. And and can I just say that brand identity marketing is nothing about a logo right it's it's actually it's actually about like what's the deeper meaning to this and why should anyone care um and why should i care this exactly yeah exactly and and that's and that's what like like people no one cares about the actual letters of a name no one cares about the like the name itself for that matter it's it's what the name represents that they care about because that name that brand that's represented in that name has thought really hard they put in the hours they've um uh they put a lot of effort into very well representing and directing to a very hyper focused audience and and shown yeah. them why they should care not told them but shown them why sh they should care exactly that's that's what it comes down to so like definitely the branding part of course you know the business schooling that I the education that I took was was helpful mm. um but as any new business you know with all the workload of learning new things on learning new things going through a virus um it was um it was really good to get you know refreshed with with what's branding like you know yeah. what do customers want to feel when they wear your stuff what do you want to like showcase in terms of their feelings and what exactly are those key points and i really really focused on that and i think that's partially why you know the brand has been amazing so far yeah. uh for what year and a half or year and some change wow. that i've been with it um so yeah no like branding is key like branding 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 emotions play a big role into it too mm. alaya as you said yeah on on that note um could you maybe share a little bit about the branding specifically of bad influence like what is 
what is the greater meaning behind the name and the brand and and who who is this brand specifically directed towards for sure for sure so yeah the bad influence was um a pretty intense tough topic if of course like you know you talk about branding this was a like the name itself was like a big part of it i when i first started back to our conversation earlier i i wanted to be really careful with the names and i really wanted to be really really careful you know you've done podcasts and i i think i've also done them and i know you you know you say the wrong word and you uh-huh. take it a different to some people <laughs> you say thing and you can definitely like take yourself to another spectrum so you know this bad influence it seems very innocent but it's it's very it has a lot of weight to society i believe um and having the having the thought of like you know what like the actual meaning of bad influences was really like trouble some for me just because i'm like you know i don't want people thinking that they're actually a bad influence and like breaking cars and stealing uh-huh. and robbing things and wearing hoodies. Yeah, just like literally um, uh, encouraging crime. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm like, you know, this is not what I want to do. And and I love the name just because of that, you know, aside from the, the actual meaning of it, like, you know, we all call, be called at some point of our lives a bad influence for one way or the other, just joking around. Yeah. But I really wanted back to that, implementing that like idea and that notion that it's like, you're not a bad influence for doing these things. You're a bad influence because of these other things that are not so bad. Um, so I really wanted to play with people's, you know, perspective. And I think my main focus was that um, just what's really good and what's really bad. Um, back to the COVID thing, you know, there were like, some rules were implemented here and then other rules were implemented here. And then some people thought this was good. Some people didn't like the the vaccines and, you know, all of that perspective shift that people have just like creating that like notion that it's like, you know, if it's okay for you, it's fine. And if, if it's not okay for me, it's also okay. Just playing with that shift of perspective. Mm. And that's, Pretty much why the name came on, like the avatars and the people that are buying right now are, you know, confident people. I think I've always been the black sheep of a family. I've always been that like person that asks why, why do I have to do anything? Why do I have to like explain to me why I need to follow these rules? Right. So um, I always um, was like inspiring people one way or the other of the way I dress the way I act, mm. the way I say things. Um, so confidence really plays a big role in this body influence wording or the branding um, where like anyone and everyone can buy my products, but I want them to like feel empowered and I yeah. want them to like feel like they can be themselves, you know? Um, you know, being part of the LGBTQ community also plays a big role in this. Um, you know, not being able to be who you are or being told who to be or what to be. And if you don't follow it, um, then you're going to hell. Right. Which is also part of it. Um, so I was always told to be this person because religion, society, economic status, whatever it is. Um, but that was completely nothing of what I was. Right. So, um, that's exactly what I've been trying to communicate with my hoodies. Mm. Just, you know, be good, be bad, but just be yourself. Wow. Yeah. I, I want to, I want to come back to that, but first, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, there's a big risk that many streetwear brands take and it's to be mediocre because they don't say what they think or they don't say what they want to say. Right. And it's a big risk because mediocrity is 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 a key for uh, selling at a loss. <laughs> it's it's a key for zero yeah, demand for sorry. your product. It's 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 a key for um, an unsuccessful streetwear brand. It's mediocrity uh, because no one stops at bland. No one stops at um, average. People stop at extremes, right? That's and when I say stop, stop the scroll. Right. You know, people stop the scroll when they see something that's like, whoa, you know, 
And the fact that you speak about your brand being something that, you know, it was, it's heavy, you know, it was, it was, it was a bit of a, it it was a thought there and you're like, well, I like this idea, but if I'm going to do this, like I'm, I'm doing this aware that it's a heavy idea. And, and the fact, the fact that I agree with it or disagree with it or any listener agrees with it or disagrees with it is besides the point. So, so let's not miss the point here. The point here is that the fact that you chose a, a, um, the meaning, the fact that your the meaning behind your brand is as strong and heavy as it is, means that you're gonna have haters. Number one, but number two, you're gonna have like you're gonna have lovers, and that they're, they're going to be the most loyal customers in the world. And this is that's this right. is a theme that is spoken about a lot here. This is my whole thing, right? Um, so. Customer loyalty is everything because loyal customers, they're repeat buyers. They're your biggest advocates, willing to suffer a sacrifice and they'll do it again and again. But most of all, they're, they're motivated by identity. And and the thing is that identity, uh, it really shines in the strong themes, right? So it's not it's not, you know, sitting on the fence somewhere in the middle. It's like black and white, this is where we stand about this thing. Um, and some people are going to love it and some people are going to hate it. But I just, I want to applaud you because I, I think many shy away from the uh, idea of having any sort of controversy, any sort of split in people or in audiences. Um, but I think it'll serve you really well. And, and I believe it has already. Um, but yeah, uh, th- yeah, thanks for sharing that. Thanks for sharing that, Dre. No, thank you for asking. I, I um, still to this day, you know, like I came out with the first collection and I wanted to showcase and, and really bring on the, the brand identity and what, you, what we just spoke about. But the hoodies were just so acclaimed and so loved that I didn't even have the time to like do that part. So I've slowly through each capsule have been like trying to communicate that message wow. and it just resonates a lot more to, to people. And if you want to talk about controversy, of course, I have tons of that. Um, <laughs> but just a funny, quick example of, of what you just were talking about. I I recently, last year, later last year, I had a, I had a show where it was only mostly French-speaking people. All right, this, this, this and... guy is French. This guy speaks, he's a polyglot. <laughs> he speaks everything, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Espanol también. And Frances. <laughs> but but I, I, um, I had so much backlash from, like, you know, I came in from, um, you know, from where I am and from where I'm loved for the brand, for myself, yep. for all of it. And I go to this unknown territory where the language is not spoken. Nobody knows me there. Nobody knows who the brand is. And I'm showcasing my my products just with the idea, of course, that it's going to win just like I have won in any other places. Mm-hmm. And the looks that I saw on people just reading my brand was, I don't want to be a bad influence. What, what, like, you know, it, was, it just didn't make sense to it. Um, until I had a runway show to like explain exactly why it was happening, but it was like pretty late down the hour. Mm. Um, so I didn't get to sell anything. I, I was just, you know, people were just scheming through the clothing and walking away, which was something that I was not used to. I was not ready for, and it was completely shocking to me. Um, and part of that controversy, like, you know, my brand really resonated to me and he helped me understand that you, you can win sometimes, but also you need to learn how to lose wow. other times. So it was that, you know, again, that like shift of, of perspective, like not everything has to be always good or not everything has to be always bad. Um, and I, you know, I was grateful enough that I was with a team from my, my city that were helpful enough to, you know, help me set up, help me pack up, help me do a runway show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted really to share that, like, this is what the brand is. This is what 
this is what we do. Like sometimes we lose, sometimes we win, sometimes we cause a controversy in a town that nobody knows who we are. And we just have to go with it and learn from it, you know? Mm. So, so you, this is like a pop-up type. Yeah, we had a, we had a warehouse space um, with other few local artists from the town. I decided to take that big, you know, like you said, that, that risk. Yeah. Just say, you know what? I want to be known and I want to be seen in this town. Um, and you know, you're of course hoping and expecting the best based on your track record. Um, you know, if I pop up in my city, you know, you know, that people are going to buy it no matter what. Um, so I came with that idea in my mind and it just did not happen. Hey, Elijah here. I'm really interrupting the show to tell you about my mailing list. Every day I send free 60 second read emails used by streetwear brands internationally to sell more garments. To join, visit winkfilms.com and don't worry, I don't ask for more information than I need. Simply enter your business email and you're in. Okay, okay, I'm done. Back to the show. What type of, of people, if, if you could sort of summarize the, the crowd there, what type of people, what was the col- common uh, denominator between the, the people that show up to this event? Um, it wasn't much about the type of people, but if, um, if you wanted to go there, it's literally like all kinds. Like, you know, you would have like the typical mom that has nothing to do on a right. Friday night. You'd have, the, you have the, 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 the kids our age that just want to go before they go out. Um, it was, it was, it's, it's a very diverse, uh, crowd. Yeah. Uh, it was just the message wasn't communicated properly and, my my runway was supposed to explain to you what bad influence was right um but he got bumped to like a clothing show uh closing show sorry instead of being at the time that i was initially planned for which was like you know supposed to like share that like communicate that message to to the crowd wait so 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 what was it originally supposed to be you were like gonna hop up on some and talk about it no, I was supposed to show them about it. Like I was supposed to do one. I was going to walk that time. I did walk. Um, just show them the attitude, the confidence, wow, all okay. of that in a run. So it was like a performance, yes. quote unquote, but, runway show. Okay, yes. Okay, no, this is interesting. This is, but, but, but that didn't happen? It happened, but it happened at the last hour oh. so i was closing with a with a runway show i got bumped into oh and right so it was like yeah, you know yeah, kind of yeah. like when i did it everyone was kind of packing up or there was not a lot of people it was like midnight at that Far time out. So, so, like, so people were people no, were I done mean, with the event like it was over they were done already like yeah. the, the event started at seven, i believe and they're like you know all going home yeah. artists were packing up then I'm having my runway show with like two or three people that are just watching. And then they're like, I get the message. Like, yes. you know, the very few people that stay, the very, few, I, I almost like, it was a very emotional trip, but the very few people that stayed and saw me walk the runway with my models, they're like, Oh, I get it. Like you're a sassy, confident person. And yes. it just completely changed. Like everybody, when I, when I, when I finished the wrong way, everybody was like, who is bad influence? Wow. Like, I want to see what you got. Yeah. Okay. You show me. And I'm like, I'm already going home. <laughs> oh no. Okay. No, I want to talk about this because I mean, in all this, and you already know this, Dre, there's like a vitally important like takeaway. And, and here's, I mean, this wasn't, this is not my story clearly, but they, like, here's my takeaway as anyway. And this is for streetwear brands that are listening. And, you can you can have a brand, you can have a brand name, but it is nothing without the message that you tell behind it. And we yeah. look at the result of this, right? Bad influence on a t-shirt or bad influence on a at a pop-up. And and you have the garments there, you know? The garments look as good as they'll ever look for the sake of the argument. Like y- y- like they look how they're supposed to look, you know? And and so um you have people showing up 
and they're not buying, but not because of the look of them, because they don't agree with the message or they, or they don't understand the message. Right. And so, and so when, when you actually went in and shared the message of the brand through your performance, when you showed them what it was and they got it and now they're like, I get it. Now that they're like, okay. yeah, now, now that just that, that desires there. So this, okay, this to me to land this speaks of the importance of not only having a message, but sharing it because I know there's streetwear brands out there right now that they say that they're, they're a streetwear brand um, uh, for like for skaters, you know, like, like Supreme did it first. Um, but you know, right. they're, they're a streetwear brand for skaters. They're like, they do that. That's sort of like their audience. And then everything about the brand is for skaters, except the problem is that that's tucked away somewhere in their head. And all they're doing is posting uh, new release campaign images on their Instagram. And all they're doing is, is yeah. posting a new, another studio shoot or a lookbook on their Instagram. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, so we have this uh, little thing going on here. That's much like Dre's situation where people show up to your pop-up and they look at all the designs you got and they're like, ah, I'm not into this. Yeah. They're a skater, yeah. but they don't know it's for them because you haven't told them it's for them or you haven't showed them it's for them. Right. So it's the importance of sharing the message, not just having it tucked away in your head. Like this is, this is the difference between brand identity and identity marketing. Brand identity, you can write yeah. that on a piece of paper and store it in the bottom of your desk. Identity marketing mm-hmm. is the manifestation of brand identity in your marketing, right? So you, this brand identity is for skaters. The identity marketing is showing them valuable content that a skaters enjoy like not even about the clothing like like help exactly. help help me out dre the performance you did you were wearing the clothing but but what was the how do you say what was the 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 major or priority feature of the performance Right. Yeah, no, I wanted to touch on base, uh, touch base on what you just said here at the very last second. And I completely agree with you because, you know, um, at the beginning, I I just thought, put the hoodies on, put the hoodies on, like put my products on and, and as you know, these things have um, on view and like happened, I realized that it's not really about, like you said, like a studio shoot or, um, product like it's never really about the product mm-hmm. and if you see and look at you know this big brands that have been around for for 200 years like nike and yep. lv and they they don't they don't sell their products no. when they're advertising they they sell a, a lifestyle and they sell um how they're how they're interacting with others or you know everything but the product mm-hmm. um so part of my showcase was that like i was i was opening the show um honestly for what i was wearing i was wearing a big fur um sort of uh like a wolf coat well that was pretty long and fluffy it was really fucking hot too by the way uh i was sweating my ass and i had a mask on so i did not want to have a face on um, most of the models so i was pretty much blacked out maybe you could have seen a little bit of the the bad influence writing on the on the chest but it was more about like this is a no face person wearing all black um you know my my idea of the of like what the people that were looking at they were just like what is this Mm. like what's going on here this is not just any normal type of runway so i showed up with um i opened the show with a very weird um empty song that that was going to grab people attention. So like, you know, in my own delusional head, I was thinking that I was going to do it at the time that I was supposed to do it. So people were like talking and like, um, you know, walking around. So like when that's that part of the song came up, there will be like, 
they will get time to like gather up and like pay attention. Um, so it was like a, like a girl screaming or something. It was a weird song. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I would show up and my, my attitude, my idea was like, I, w- I had a lot of my shopping bags with me stand in the wrong way, facing the opposite. So like facing my back to the, to the people. And I would just, it was just more like, um, I just got home from work or I just got home from shopping and it was a really long day and I'm really bored and like, I'm really tired kind of vibes. Um, so I would make like a big sigh and then I drop my bags on the floor really aggressively. Mm. Um, and that would have got people attentions. And then I walked, uh, it was a very unconventional runway. I walked like three points. Um, I was, I had no face and, and then all my models later on would have like the hoodies, the products, but like, not like showcasing them. Cause like, once again, I only have hoodies. I'm not reinventing the game. Um, you don't need to see a hoodie with a word on it. Like, I feel like, you know, for a runway show, like if I had, you know, couture, if I had like dresses and gowns and things and other items. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like a, a hoodie color, like a gray and a black and a brown, like, okay, I've seen it. Like, I don't want to be part of this stupid runway show. If I was a client, if I was somebody sure, that, sure, that sure, was sure. attending that event. It would just be dumb to me. Um, so I wanted to make it exactly like that. Very weird. Um, you know, uh, a girl had like an upside down, like inside out hoodie, just like hanging off her shoulder. Um, and yeah, that was pretty much the wrong way. It was just like a performance more like yeah. it. So, so it was more like... So what I'm getting at here meth- is that the the number one feature of it was not actually the the hoodie. Or the clothing, exactly what you Not just said. Right. It was the performance and the deeper meaning behind it. It was, yeah, the whole lifestyle that people would look yeah. at it and say, oh my God, I also go shopping. I also, when I get home, I'm tired. I also wear my hoodie in this way, yeah, you know? Yeah, great. Yeah. So, so that's, so some people, some people, they get on the platform for their runway show and then they're, 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 they're standing in front of the audience and they're decked out in their streetwear clothes. And they're saying, mm-hmm. buy this now. It's on the website. Do not, you know, uh, 50% off just th- this week, this week coming to uh, 50% off, like a uh, new, new clothing collection. Like this is, this is what they say. They get on the runway and this is what they do. Right. Like, like yeah. not literally, but, but you, you see what I'm getting at. Like I'm, I'm, we're using yeah. this story in the runway as a metaphor for, how you market the the clothing right it, and and then exactly. of course everyone's just like ah, like we're we're out of here yeah, like, like this is okay. like what is what's in this for yeah. us nothing like it's you know and and i uh, his yeah here's the other thing that i i wanted to get at so so you you got bumped to the end right with your yeah runway show with your performance, you were bumped yeah. to the end. Okay, this is d- dear dear streetwear brand listening right now. Um, you've you've got a platform that your show's on now, right? Your show's on now. You have the opportunity, and it's up to you. First of all, whether you choose to get on stage, which most of you are. And then what you decide to do on stage, right? Um, because, because how you decide to get on stage may define the very way that every person in the room reacts to your garments. And it may define the results of the night, right? This is, right, don't, don't take me too literally, literally right now because I'm talking about the room. I'm talking about your audience, those that are listening in on Instagram. When I say the night, I'm talking about um, the life of your streetwear brand. It may very well define, like what you do on stage may very well define how your audience reacts and buys your garments. And I think that is perfectly embodied this story, in this story at the show, in how people weren't interested 
in your garments until they knew the purpose of them, right? And the purpose of them was to represent what it means to be confident and what it means to be a bit sassy, right? Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, a lot of uh, business owners that I've met and even myself sometimes, you know, we are bombarded with ideas and like everyone now has an opinion of what you should do, what you should not do, what you could do, what you could add. And, you know, we're constantly like just overwhelmed with, with feedback, with, you know, hate, with love, with a lot of with what I have, what we have to do to like take care of the brand. But I think, you know, this, this specific message was, it's really an invitation for, for like all the listeners out there just to, you know, take that risk and just do what you feel that your heart is telling you to do without anything else, like really bothering you or affecting that decision. Mm. Um, just again, just like being confident in what you think and what you feel like it's what your heart is telling you to do. Um, it's really an invitation to try it out, you know, like, don't like, don't stay, don't stay safe and don't stay, you know, like you said, mediocre into just doing what is there for you to do. Like think outside the box, like go crazy, like be stupid, like fuck up. Like I did, you know, I, I was having on top of everything that I was having, like the stress of like trying to get everything in order, like all of that, like, I, you know, I'm sure lots of listeners can relate to the stress that an event, you know, comes naturally. Yeah, they can. That the natural stress, you know, on top of that, I get told that my runway is bumped into the last minute. And on top of that, I'm having, as, as I'm having this event, I'm having another event back home in my town right. that like people are texting me, where are you? What are you doing? Where, where are you at? Like, it's, it's getting sold out. Like we need more garments. Like, come bring wow. me some. And I'm like on this time, just like, wow, not selling anything. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's really an invitation to just like, again, be a bad influence, just like be confident, just, just stick to what you believe that, you know, might work. It might not work, but you might, might get a really, really big lesson out of it. And yeah, I wouldn't do it again. Differently, to be honest with you. That's, that's great to hear. Um, there's in what you just said, someone really needed, needed to hear that. Um, so that, I mean, uh, we can mic draw right there. Like, <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Okay. We got a bit more time. I want to, I want to, um, oh man, that was great. So I want to talk about, so we, 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 we spoke about just now how you use the performance to sh to share your your brand identity right the performance if you will so you had the uh brand identity which is bad influence right. is a brand about um confidence and being yourself um and then the identity marketing of that was your performance that's how you embodied the brand identity and then through that, right. the those in the audience understood what bad influence was about. And therefore, they either could say, yes, I relate with this or, or no, I don't. Um, but those that relate with it really do because, um, you know, it's it's a strong messaging um, as, as we've been speaking about. So right. so now I asked the question, that was a, a, a sort of a one-time event. How do you now display confidence and being yourself and everything that a bad influence is about your brand identity how do you market that right. now and and on a consistent basis what does that actually look like specifically well um i just got back from another event which was very successful and i think how i market it now really is just again be me and and not really worrying about the outcome and just focusing more on the journey and like making sure that every single customer that is interested in the brand and myself really gets that top tier experience. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like back again to to that town that I was in with the runway. I I had like I sold after the show after the runway four hoodies. Yeah, those four people have done probably more than if I were to sell out to just people. So, so when, when I was you say there, when like, you say they've done more, as in they've been more profitable for you, those four people. In terms of like, not, not really like the profitability, but like what we were talking about, the loyalty, like if it's like two people that are loyal against 25, I'm going to focus on the 20, on the two people. Yes. I'm not going to focus on the 25 that are not buying. I'm going to focus on the ones that did buy. Yes. Um, and you know, like one of the people that was there, like, um, after he saw the runway, I'm like, you know, I'm a bad influence. He bought a hoodie. He bought one for his girlfriend and they have they travel like i found out they're like a, a rapper and they they travel a lot and then wow. he's always you know, t- you know his post you know he was in dominican republic he was in toronto he was in um another place and you know like he's always there with his hoodie um so how i'm you know from that lesson i really focused on targeting and and providing the like you know a plus experience to those ones that are there so so, so sorry let's let's pause for a second let's pause let's pause um (laughs) this is great i love this man i love this dre this is awesome you got so many gems here bro we just we gotta slow down because like because there's too much good stuff here (laughs) we need 20 more hours for the podcast (laughs) (laughs) um so this guy oh man it's all here okay this guy came he bought he bought the hoodie and right. and and he said he said well you, what you recapped to me is that he basically was like I'm a bad influence, right? So so first of all, okay, let's look at motivation behind the purchase of the of the hoodie, right? I I'm sure I'm sure he liked the design and the and the material. I'm sure he actually liked that stuff, right? He he liked the garment. Right. He liked the garment itself. Yeah. But the 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 thing he left you with was that I'm a bad influence. It was his motivation to buy it. It was his motivation to even look or care about what you do or what you have to say because he knows that when he wears this logo or this brand on, the, on, on, on his shirt or on his garment, like he's representing himself because what you do in your brand, in, in how you communicate your brand identity you're actually representing a whole group of people and enabling them yeah. to represent themselves. And that's all we ever want, representation of our own identity. That's why we buy clothes. That's why we wear clothing. And, and okay, what happens next? He goes away and he's always tagging you on posts, right? Yeah, yeah. And he feels very identified with... Yes, with yes. I had to show exactly... Yes. Dre, what if what if his tagging and posts led to however many more people? What it, what is exactly. what is this what is this now worth to you? The fact that this person, this rapper, identified with your messaging. What is it now worth to you? It, it's like you can you can quantify this. You can value it now because now okay, you can say, well, I actually don't know. You know the value of of identity like like i don't know the yeah. value of identity being rep- represented in my brand well we don't have to we can look at the results of it okay he felt identified in it and so what did he do he posted it on instagram and tagged you so now the value of identity is rooted in how many more people came and became aware of your brand through that post right could like could that have meant an extra sale like what and then now imagine if every like your sales um were times two like every sale you ever ever had meant an extra sale like twice as much yeah that's big like there is value sure. in identity so much yeah and and you know like completely agree with you and that's pretty much the whole message of this show that I did that on in that town. It's like learning how to lose sometimes make you win so much more later on, or, mm. you know, even at that same time, like, I think 
a lot of business owners and a lot like just literally everyone. I feel like we all we we all look into like guarding ourselves and being like like safe rather than like risking yep. it. And that was the first thing that I that I went in. That was the first little skill and habit that I just try to build myself in right. with starting the company. It's like, you know, I don't care if I don't sell out. I don't care if I lose this mm-hmm. money. I want to do it for me. And, you know, that automatically takes away losing. Exactly. You like, actually you actually care. win in doing that. <laughs> exactly. Because, yeah. like, I didn't have to worry about losing. I just had to worry about winning. And, you know, it sounds so cliche. It sounds so you know, very bro and very Jersey Shore. But like, once you take that equation and you solve and you get the X of what losing would be, you just focus on winning and you just focus on the positive and, you know, the people that are there. If, if it's just two people, then let's focus on those. Yes. If it's a thousand, let's focus on that. But I don't want to focus on like the ones that don't buy. I don't want to focus on the ones that, you know, like at that time, that looked at me weird because I don't want to wear a bad influence hoodie. I don't care about those people. Like those people are not my market. Those people are not my niche. Um, yes. But how about we focus on the ones that are? Yeah. There's with the big, you know, shift change. The, um, I know you've heard of it. The 80, 20 principle um, and to apply it to streetwear, it, it says that um, 80% of the customers generate 20% of the income. So to rationalize that the largest portion of customers generate the smallest portion of income. Okay. Let's reverse that 20% of the customers generate 80% of the Mm -hmm. income. So the smallest portion generates the largest amount of income. Okay. So, so this is a a small group. This 20% is loyal, loyal customers. But if they're generating 80%, then what other what what else should we do than pay them the most attention? That have them the priority. It's the two like you said, it's the two and twenty-five. I don't want to get caught up in percentage numbers here, but 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 the point's there. That the two are going to contribute so much more to your brand than twenty-five ever would. And it's always gonna yeah. be the case. And it's always gonna be the case. And although there's gonna be twenty-five people that say Man, I don't know about this bad influence thing. Like, it's kind of, it's a bit, it's a bit, bit much for me. It's a bit strong for me. Like, my mama would slap me over the head if she saw me. Wear, like, I, I ain't got the guts, yeah. right? But there's two people out there that are going to say that, hey, I'm actually, I'm a bad influence, right? I am gonna wear this garment because I actually. Um, want to identify with the messaging. I want. I'm proud of the messaging on this, and I want to say to the world that I am this. And so, therefore, I'm gonna yeah. post about it. I'm gonna tag you it. I'm so here we go. Biggest advocates, right? I'm gonna buy in and buy again. Repeat buyers. And you know what? I don't even care that this garment costs more than one down the street. That's the same quality and even looks like a similar design because the one. The one different the one differing factor between the two is that this one says bad influence and this one doesn't. This one represents what bad influence yeah. does and this one doesn't. And for that reason, I'm going and willing to pay a lot more. There we go. Willing to suffer an inconvenience. And yeah. that is all anyone would ever want in their customers. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it down down the the T. It's um <laughs> It's just focusing on on your niche, focusing yeah. on your loyal people, and just being being a bad. No, I'm just kidding. Follow me <laughs> in. Bye. Time for promotion. Um, no, it's it's really about focusing. Like again, like perspective. It's it's like you can focus on this bad thing, or you can really focus on the good one. And if there's two people buying, then make sure those two people feel like. A thousand, wow. you know, and really find find your tribe, find your loyal customers. Yeah. Not even you don't even have to look; they they'll come to yeah. you. So just make sure every time, whether one person or a hundred people come, make sure that you 
know how to spot them, you know how to treat them, and you know how to like make them feel that's like they're great. part of the brand. Yes. So I love I love what you, uh, I yeah. love that you say that they'll come because it's true. But you gotta you gotta first do the runway show. You gotta first do the performance, right? You gotta first say to the world, you gotta you have you have your brand identity. And I think most people have this. Yeah. They know what they're about. But you gotta first actually yeah. display that. You gotta sometimes yeah. um forego and, and turn aside some campaign releases and 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 studio shoots and lookbooks type content promotional content on your page so you can actually do the performance you can say hey this is what we're about because that's the moment and exactly what you said dre when they come to you and they will exactly and um yeah just you know what i've what i've noticed with um just to we got a little bit of time here but yeah it's um you know part of this is just like encouraging whether you're a business owner, a podcaster, or just a normal, regular human, it's just to really like follow your your heart and like follow yourself. Like a lot of people, we you know, I I was part of this that we lived on based what others said or had an opinion of, and a lot of people, I I realized that you know we live a lot of other people's lives. Um, whether it's our parents and our, our boss or a friend of ours trying to fit into something. And mm-hmm. I think that's um, what I have learned and, you know, shared with a lot of people, whether they're business owners or um, like customers, is that really like, I think just following what you feel like it is that is going to happen or what you want it to happen without listening really to anything or anyone outside your your circle um it's really what gets that like uh uh-huh it's really what gets that like extra je ne sais quoi like part of you know really showcasing who you are and like really like creating that like you know what i kind of like elia and i'm gonna listen to it or you know i might buy a hoodie because it resonates to it because you really like thought outside the box without really like being mediocre so that's really helped me. And, you know, aside from all of that losing um, in runway shows, uh, it's, it's funny because uh, somebody like two weeks after that show happened that bought the hoodie, yeah. sent me an amazing, beautiful message. You know, it's, uh, they sort of said along these lines, like, you know, since I've been wearing your hoodie, I felt so much more confident wow. and I am now taking my entrepreneurial journey into like a whole different you know, level. And I wish I had it like, just so I can read it to you, but it was very along those do lines. You have it like, on you your phone? I do have it somewhere. Let me see if I can You need find to it. find it, man. I'll, I'll give you a minute to find it, but this is, oh my goodness. This is beautiful, bro. This is making me all too excited. I'm about to jump out of my seat. I can't, I can't jump out of my seat. You won't be able to, eat. I'm about to jump out of my seat though. I just, <laughs> man, this is, no, this is making me happy because because uh, this is just such a perfect example of the effect of sharing something that is worth identifying with and that people can identify with. People cannot identify yeah. with facts, figures, numbers, statistics. Um, with People can't identify with a discount. People can't identify with your new drop that's coming out on Thursday. Unless your new drop that's coming out on Thursday is about something greater than the clothing itself. Yeah. Have you got it, Dre? Are you still looking? Yeah. I got it right here. Right, yeah. So, so he says, he calls me by my name. He, uh, like, you know, we met personally. Yeah. So he just mentioned, like, just randomly out of a post that I, that I did, he, like, replied to it. Um, and he said, Dre, ever since I started wearing your hoodie, I changed a lot. Exclamation marks. Um, I, be- I became very focused and entrepreneurial yep. and I just wanted to say that your brand isn't just a brand. It's an armor to face the world with confidence and power. And then he got the like hundred emoji. Wow. And I think that was like so powerful and so touching. Can too, you, can you, you know? read that last line again? The one about armor. Yeah. He said, um, your brand isn't just a brand. It's an armor to face the world with confidence and power. Whoa. 
Damn. All right, that's the real mic drop, though. That's the real mic drop. Oh, my goodness. That was very touching. It was amazing. I, I already know that. Look, if it's if that's not worth it, I don't know what is. Like, like this is this is. I need, I need, like, dear streetwear brand. I need you to understand this right now. This is not about. This is not only about making a successful streetwear brand. This is not only about the money, right? There's more to the people, money, right? right? So, because because I think um, I don't want people to get the idea that this message about. Um, representing your brand identity through your marketing and growing your loyal and, and therefore growing your loyal customer base is just about like, you know, we want the repeat buyers and it's actually the very opposite of that mindset. It's saying like, what value can we actually provide to an audience that's going to make them like, it's the best decision that they, that they ever would even think to buy or, or, or wear the garment on their back. And, and, and so this is so much more than money. It's, it's, it's about, it's, yeah. it's stuff like this. It's these type of messages, knowing that, that you've empowered someone who's also passionate about the same message as you and the same message your brand yeah. embodies. And the only way it embodies it is through the way that you share it and represent more than the promotions. So yeah, Dre, thank you for sharing that um, message. And, and you know what, everything you just said, like everything we said in the last hour, I know, I know that someone listening today has really found uh, benefit in it. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm super happy to to be here, and thank you for you know letting me share a little bit about my runway shows and my mess. Yeah, look, I <laughs> but yeah, I I thank you for being so so vulnerable with with um you know your stories as well. I mean, I, sometimes it's tough to admit that. <laughs> it's you know we got it wrong but but you did that and and it was someone someone has really benefited from you sharing the ways in which you're learning um now it's great yeah we all fuck up we all make mistakes and i think yeah. that's what they're for and you know if you can find a mistake to make you a better brand owner yeah social media manager Another pop-up event manager, uh, I think, you know, like sharing this, it's, it's very valuable yeah. to whoever wants to take it. That's and right. Yeah, just just be be you and that's it. Yeah. I am super, super happy to be here, Laya, like I said to you when I when I talked. Um, I wanted to be in your podcast. I, I find it really, really helpful. And I hope you really continue doing what, what you're doing. Thanks, Trey. Really, like it, it did help me. I appreciate that, man. And, and look... On, on that note, before we finish the show, can you maybe just briefly share with viewers like how this podcast came about, how you got in contact with me and why? Yeah, no, I, uh, <laughs> I had a drive. I drove all the way from California to Canada. I had to bring a, a car back just because I uh, can't hold it there for too long. Yeah. And I had tons of time in my hands, for sure. I had, uh, what, three days of driving in my hands. So I really wanted to, again, be better and learn and just focus on my brand, which is what I'm passionate about at the moment. So I found you somehow and I did see uh, Studio Innate, which is somebody that I've been following for a while and I yeah. really love their story. I really love what he has to say. And I, I really, really resonated with it just cause like, you know, how he operates and how successful he has yeah. been and how I always see him on my stories and my feeds or whatever, um, really got me like attached to it. And then of course, you know, you have tons and tons of work, um, and experience for, for your short, amount of um time yeah and you know listening to your i don't know it was probably like your third fourth podcast i was really entertained <laughs> um you know i was laughing i was like you know resonating and relating to a lot of what you and others have to say i'm like i need to be on this guy's podcast and i need to i want to share that that yeah. knowledge that i have uh and you know communicate that message and you know have that brand awareness as well yeah um get to know you as well 
Yeah. So yeah, like I reached out to you. I think you you what well, you texted me back like a few days later. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's not gonna text me back. Like this guy's not even gonna look at my message. <laughs> and um yeah, since then I think you know it's been a great time, it's been a good experience. But I'm still listening to your podcast. I'm not driving anymore, but I'm still listening to it to your episodes. What a legend. And can't wait to make another one. Yeah. Well, That's hey, it. man, we'll have you on the show. But thanks for sharing that, Dre. I, I wanted to touch on that to just encourage you, uh, dear streetwear brands, please reach out. You know, if you enjoy the pod, um, as same as uh, Dre's customer did, you know, let me know what you're enjoying about it. And and if you want to, if you feel like you have something to say um, in your, uh, you know, you have something to say in the space, you know. Let me know. Get in contact. I do read my messages. <laughs> I do respond to my messages. <laughs> and and take the risk. Yeah, yeah. And and the best part of this for me is is making good friends like Dre. Um. So so Dre, I consider you a friend. And um, and likewise. I uh, thank you for your time and being on the show. It is appreciated. You've helped me out today. You taught me some things today. Um, and I know that you've given value to my audience, which is my number one. Um, so on behalf of them, I wanted to say thank you. Um, you've been such a pleasure to have on the show. Likewise, thank you yeah. so much. And thanks for everyone listening. If, um, if this resonated to any of the audience, make sure um, you grab on Instagram, badinfluence underscore YVR, as well as the website. It's just www.thewordbodyinfluence.ca and um, Eli, I believe you do um, your Instagram on your own. So yeah, you well, can definitely I mean, like, that's that, my, my links and stuff are in the, uh, in the description wherever you're looking at this. So you can find it if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, but, but amazing. Please, please check out Dre and um, his work with Bad Influence. There's some great stuff up there. If you relate with this message, um please buy something on the store if you don't that's all good you know that's i mean this is the whole pod right some people are not going to relate you know um and that's uh and that's okay but that's what i love about it all um so yeah well i i mean i hope you have you on the on the show again in the future who knows i might send you a message one day say hey dude i want to talk about this come on come on the show I got stories for sure. Anytime. Yeah. All right, Dre. Well, you, you have a good rest of your day and um, yeah, we'll, we'll speak again soon. Yeah. Thanks so much, Eli. I appreciate See it. You, man. Hey, you made it. Thank you for tuning into this episode of street cred. I hope you found it as valuable as I did. So where to from here? I invite you to join my mailing list. Every day I send free 60-second read emails used by streetwear brands internationally to sell more garments. All links mentioned in today's episode will be listed in the show notes below. Okay, thank you for joining me today. And until next week, bye now.